Hello and welcome to Boarding Party's D&D Campaign, featuring Bentley Woods. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. CJ. D. Blackwater. Milo Ruder. And Phoebe Wilhelm. I'm Drew, the Game Master for the Laris region. CJ and Bentley have some business to attend to in Ambercrag as they investigate the influx of armed guards and medical personnel. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It's pretty good. Thank you. To the Whisper Sessions. Well, kind of. I'm sure we'll get loud in a minute. Um, but welcome back. Lads, this is canonically the morning following your dreams and visions and nightmares and escapades. The day after you've done your gyms, run around, done your stuff, and that door opens back into Ambercrag proper. And that door is opening for you. It's a service elevator. Uh, I am assuming that Phoebe will have already made her way to the hospital. Sure. I would guess. Reasonable. Since that was like what she wanted to do here. Yep, she will be um, there for about two weeks. So what Bentley would want to do is communicate to CJ about his um, dream slash vision thing. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. Which, for Jordan's point of reference, was he had a dream that Blue was in her hospital bed and next to the bed was Helios' book. And there were, like, doctors talking to Blue, but, like, one of them was, like, probably maybe kind of Helios. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wants to warn Phoebe, but in like a subtle way. So he's probably going to go to the hospital and like write a note to her and just ask a person at the front desk if they can relay a message to Phoebe, but like okay. also making sure that those people at the front desk do not resemble anyone in his dream. Um, okay. Um, make a... Perception, investigation, or history check. As you entre 
24. 24. And which one are we going for? History. History. Okay. As you enter into the Amber Craig medical facility, it's popping in here in not a good way. They're busy around the clock. Yeah. This is like the hospital that you go to. Right. Um, and this is for people and Pokemon, correct? Yeah. This is both. Mm -hmm. Primarily for people, um, but there is a Pokemon-specific wing. Um, and things are crazy, and you can see there's like armed guards stationed in front of one wing, and the other wing's pretty well open. Um, and armed guards are in front of the intensive care wing. Um, but as you're walking around, trying to find, you see a front desk, um, you see somebody that would be familiar to some other folks, but not to you, uh, with a name tag says Kelly, um, standing behind the, the front desk, got, it's like very messy bun, looks exhausted, got a, like a, a pen sticking out of one side of the hair, and then like another one over here, she's like, where are my pens, oh my god. Trying to just like write stuff down and keep things up. Um, yes, pen. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Um, uh, you. What are you in for? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? You look healthy. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine. I just want to get okay. a message to my friend Phoebe Wilheim. She's, uh, I believe, volunteering here. Um, I just have a note. If you could get it to her. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll just like hand it over. If there, if I, you necessitate that I should write an actual note I to think, I Tia. I would add stuff, yeah. Okay, I can do that. Sauce. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, also, have have I, I don't have it currently, but that's, that's what I would hand over, just, like, in, like, a mini envelope. It wouldn't be, like, sealed or anything, just, okay. like, to Phoebe, basically. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get it to her. I think she's helping out on four three right now. Okay, I really appreciate it. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but, um, why are there armed guards? Yeah, some VIP in a critical state. I'm not too sure. They don't tell us much. Just trying to keep these moving. It's probably blue. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, why else would there be armed guards in a hospital? Well, I don't think that there should be anyway, because that's really weird, but like... It's because it's blue. I know that, but like it confirms at least half of what I was envisioning, which is not good. Yeah, I don't know why blue would be here. Why yeah. would they... Why? Yeah, why would your hometown? There's got to be other hospitals around bigger cities i mean this is this is like known to be the best one but best yeah. hospital yeah oh. as far as i know all right well i didn't know that we could look it up we could yelp it <laughs> could four we, out of five we could stars. we could yamper it <laughs> whatever the yelp equivalent is in pokemon Yarp universe <laughs> let's hit up yamper <laughs> leave a nice review um there's a page over the the intercom system mm -hmm. uh, it says dr king to surgery dr king the surgery Hey, would this be a good time to tell you that I also had a weird dream last night, and I talked to Milo before we left, and he also had a weird dream? Okay, well, what was yours? Mine was, uh, in the ghost realm, and you and Milo and Dee and Phoebe were all trying to kill me. And also me was trying to kill me. It was me, but like ghost me. I still had the tombstone. Had way more ghost abilities. You guys were all kind of dead. That's not great. It, it was not great at all. Have you talked to Dez about it? Maybe maybe Dez would know. No, but I haven't done that. He's, he's a ghost. He knows ghostly things. Kind of. 
kind of, right? I mean, he is relatively new. But so much faith in Des. I, I, I try. I try, and every time he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I still think it's worth asking. Oh, sure. I'm definitely going to have a conversation with him about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just weird that we all kind of had these dreams at the same time. I don't know, man. Like, it seems like maybe sometimes the, the manor could be messing with us, but... What? You think it's the manor? I mean, I don't think it is, but, like, I'm not ruling it out as a possibility, you know what I mean? Because I was in the manor when this whole Helios thing happened, and I got the book, but it was in the manor, so, like, I kind of felt trusting of what was happening just because I was in the manor, but when you think about it, like, we don't like Lord Ridgemont. I know you don't. No. You, you kind of have a beef. And he was... He's just kind of a dick in general. Yeah, I mean, he was really rude to me the last time, and, like, basically saying, like, I'm the reason why my Pokemon died, which was not very nice, made yeah. me feel terrible. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah, but, like, he also <clears throat> gave the manor to Phoebe. I know he likes Phoebe a lot, but he doesn't seem to like us all that much, so, like, why would he be incentivized to just give us something where he wouldn't be able to mess with us at certain times, That's certain ways? true. Like, again, it's kind how of... Do you, how do you make somebody have dreams, though? That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Is he just controlling our minds now? <sighs> Something. Or, like, planting ideas in our heads. Do you talk to Phoebe or Dee? Do they have weird dreams? I don't know. If we all had weird dreams, that's definitely not a coincidence at that point, right? I mean, it's already weird that at least three of us had weird, creepy right? visions. It's strange. Because it doesn't normally, like, I have dreams, but, like, they, they, it, mostly I wake up and I forget, or, like, I'm flying. Well, yours wasn't even, like, a dream. Yours, the, the way that you just described it, it seemed like you were, like, watching other people. Like, I know, you weren't but, even in it. Yeah, but that's kind of what I mean, is, like, it didn't really feel like my dreams normally feel. It was like I was looking in on something that was actually happening. Like That's super strange. Mine was not like that. Maybe it has something to do with, like, Phoebe's orb. Because that lets her look at, like, certain times and certain places, right? Like, the orb is giving us premonitions? Maybe. Again, I'm just, I'm throwing out theories. I, I don't, dude, I, I don't know. I don't I'm know that I believe wrong. any I of no these idea. 100%, but, like, just kind of throwing out stuff and seeing what sticks, it's like, it's weird. There's a lot of factors with a manor. We know it's magical. We already know that that's where... I unfortunately well, came I, to pass what? with Helios. I, I don't like the premonition idea. It's not definitely not premonitions. Mine was just a weird dream that's definitely not going to happen, and neither is Milo's, and yours maybe because it doesn't seem as terrible, but it could also be terrible. Yeah, I just, I just hope that Phoebe is not volunteering in that area. But the fact that they have armed guards, I don't love that because even if we tried to like, she does Pokemon stuff, doesn't she? That doesn't seem like a Pokemon area. Uh, no, I agree. I'm just saying, like, I want her to stay away from that, but, like, the fact that there are armed guards, like, even if we wanted to try and, like, sneak in somehow and, like, steal the book or, like, put it somewhere where Blue can't get to it, because it seems like that could be a kind of a, a bad match. Are, are you saying you want to do that right now? No. I'm... I mean, especially not because there's armed guards. I don't know how we're going to get past the I'm armed sure guards. I'm sure there's windows on the outside of this building. I mean, I'm sure, like, Wimpimble and William could figure it out somehow, go through, like, air vents. All right, well, why don't we go outside and look? Okay, but I, I don't love the idea of, of going out. Like, this thing is, it's, it's bad, and, like, Blue probably is looking at a long recovery anyway, so maybe that'll we just hope. resolve itself when the world ends, you know what I mean? We hope. 
I, I don't know. What if Helios being in blue isn't the worst thing in the world, and they are the key to cleansing all of the moon touched? I mean, it's possible, but also like... Helios blue team up, end of the world. Yeah. Or saviors of the world. I mean, it could go either way, but at the same time, like, Lord Ridgemont, again, who we don't really trust all that much, was insinuating that balance is super important, and I don't know that it's in Blue's DNA to show any kind of subtlety or yeah, mercy. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know about the whole balance idea anymore. All right, well, uh, let's, uh, <clears throat> we can go look for, uh, air conditioning vents outside, I guess. Just, uh, put a pin in this idea, maybe? Air conditioning vents, windows, any of it. Okay, well, let's definitely do that, and then I'd like to head over to my parents, if that's all right. Yeah, man, I don't really have anything else going on here. I'll probably just look around while you're at your parents' house. Okay. And then we'll, we'll head outside of the hospital okay. and try to go around to the... I, I have a question. Did I yeah. get money for beating the hard gym, or since I already beat it? 200 extra bucks, I forgot oh. to tell you. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so that, I'm that, so fucking rich. Uh, yeah. This was another thing that I would, oh like, I didn't write... If you beat write... easy or medium, you get 100. If you beat hard the first time, you get three, but you get the difference. I didn't... It's nuts, man. Um, uh, write this down in, like, any of the, like, downtime preparation, but, like, I think spending money is probably, like, just a good, like... There are... Like, low-level... shops and things to, right. to spend money on. Most yeah. of them are in... Big Spender. Alluvia. Big Spender. Okay. Big Spender. Okay. Uh, what was your what was your question going to be? Um. Well, two-pronged. The first part is, like, the in-character thing that we want to go around, I guess, to the left side of the hospital is how okay. I envisioned it, where the, like, the human wing is and sure. presumably where Blue is being guarded yeah. by armed guards. To I just see if need there's... one thing from you guys. What is your perception score bonus? If, like, if you were to roll a perception score, what would you add to it? Plus four. Same. Plus four? Okay. Um, as you guys are kind of having your conversation, you both sort of ambiently just pick up on the sounds around you, as one is wont to do. Um, and you do manage to pick up on a few things. Um, following the page of Dr. King to the surgery wing, which rhymes unintentionally, um, Bentley, you hear a semi-familiar voice from your... Vision. Um, we need Dr. King to, to surgery, please. I need him to take a look at our patient. Um, and it is the voice of the doctor that was speaking to Dr. King in your vision. Um, it's a very kind of frazzled-looking woman. She's just, like, head-to-toe in doctor's scrubs with a mask over the face. Um, looks exhausted like everybody else that's in here. Um, and is just currently just in a rush talking to like one of the the attendants um and that attendant just like sprints off and then you hear that that intercom blast go over um and you hear um dr ellison to the third floor please dr ellison to third floor we and you hear two um two doctor types come walking out of the armed guard wing man i can't believe they still let that thing be out i'm not testing that are you kidding me it broke the leg of the last guy that tried as they're walking by. That thing. That. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. The Pokemon? It might be a Blue's Pokemon. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with that at all. Yeah, like her partner, but like, if they're, if she's in the hospital, presumably they're trying to help her. Why would they, why would it break somebody's leg? A giant fight bear gets mad for no reason. 
Giant, giant fight bear get mad. <laughs> giant fight bear get mad. Okay. So I don't, I don't see this Dr. King. I see the... Yep. You hear a familiar voice, and you kind of wheel around, but you don't see anyone that looks like they might be a Dr. King running about. Okay. Running all along. But yeah, the hospital is quite a buzz. And from like all around you, there's a bunch of different sort of like... I hate to call them service entrances, but for people that are literally arriving for medical emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's like Pokemon coming in, getting carted various, uh, various directions. A lot of them, you guys can see, do show signs of a sort of gray coloration to them. And they're being carted off into what looks to be some sort of like isolation wing. How many guards are guarding the ICU area? There are currently two. Just two, like, at the door? Yeah, at the front, and they seem to be, like, scanning credentials, more or less, checking for hospital IDs, matching things, and then saying, like, you're in, go ahead, and then they say something over a radio. Can I look around for, like, any gowns or, like, people that are, like, just walking around in the hallway and, like, just, you know? Like Like a worker or, like, a person? Like, patients. Um, I mean, yeah, you perceive. See if you can find anybody specific. The nine... Uh, four, the thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. Well, I mean, you have eyes. They do work. You're mm-hmm. looking around. There's a bunch of people going every which way. There are no people in the hallway of that armed guard wing. Okay. Um, but there are some folks walking around like, I need water. I've paged twice. And everybody's like, we're doing what we can. <laughs> like, we're trying. But there's just a bunch of chaos kind of running all around. Um, it peeps every which direction. The setup of the hallway, does it like go past the arm guard room or are they like so a So basically bookend? you're in like a, <clears throat> a lobby space for like getting people in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, to the left right here, two guards at this doorway. And then that's a hallway that leads back. And that's where the doctors are primarily going in and out of. Pokemon are being carted in and to the right. And you can see from there, there's a sort of like ramp that kind of goes up a floor. Okay. So if you needed to go to the higher floors, you would go right. Any maintenance closets around? Probably. Cool. But there, I mean, there are a lot of people around, but you cool. you do see some maintenance cool, cool, closets. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, hey, hey come here really quick. Uh, okay. And we're just going to open the maintenance closet door and go in. Okay. Uh, give CJ, me some, what are we doing? Give me some stealth checks, boys. Not super hard. There's a lot of people in here, but you are children. Tend to be overlooked. Mine was very good. Yeah. Uh, 13. Perfect. 13? Okay. Yeah, CJ, you just like, yeah, come here. And you try to grab them, but you're like, what? What are you doing? And you see, like, everybody's just looking around, and you just get, yeah! and you just get pulled into the maintenance closet. Now, as I was, like, trying to make my way out of the hospital, yeah. we're now, like, very much in the yeah, hospital. Right, so, like, closet. so, like, the goal is to go in, see what's going on in there. Yeah? I, I don't know that I want to mess with it, honestly. Well, I mean, we're not going to do anything. We can just go see what's going on in there. Well, how, again, how are we going to get past the armed guards? We're not doctors. Do you feel like you want to go in the room, or should I go in the room and then tell you what's in the room? I don't think either of us should go in the room. One of us is going to go in the room. Her ace Pokemon broke someone's leg. We're not going to mess with them. Again, we're just going to go, observe, but in- and leave. intruding is messing. Is it? Yes. Here's a great plan. One of us get in a gown and make it seem like we're a patient. We can walk by, fall in front of the guards. The guards will have to help us up, right? 
because they're they're guards. That's like what they do. And then the other one can just like slither in behind them. I've seen it in movies. It's it's foolproof. I don't know that it is, CJ, because there's going to be a bunch of doctors and nurses and all sorts of staff behind those doors, and they're not going to take kindly to just a, a kid walking around. And I don't know that we want to be walking around. Hey, just tell them your mom's in there or something. <laughs> then why do we need the person falling? <laughs> so distract the guards. The guards are just going to let you in. Uh, <laughs> the guards going to be like, I don't care. Get out of here. Get my mom. She's in there. <laughs> you know what? Actually, do you think that would work? <laughs> You think if you told them your mom was in there, they'd just let you through? You'd probably have to have, a, like, a badge or something. <sighs> Alright, I... Here's here's another idea that I don't love, so feel free to shoot it down. I don't think that you will, which makes me even more nervous to throw it out just there. Just say it. So if you have Wimpimble, we could, in theory, distract the guards like you were saying, and then I bet you Wimpimble could sneak their way into that wing, and then maybe they can just tell us whether or not they see the, the 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 flesh leather book in Blue's room, if there is a Blue's room. I mean, that also is fine. Just trying to confirm my vision, I guess, but I don't know. It just seems like either way it's going to be bad, because if we... All right, so you're saying I don't need you to execute this plan. Are you saying, CJ, do your thing? Is that what you're saying to me? No, I, I don't like this. Well, you you said, I don't want to be part of the plan. You can use your Pokemon. So now it seems like I should just go no, do I'm it. I'm saying that there's an alternate plan that seems like it has a higher degree of working because Wimpimble is smaller and can kind of sneak around. Tots! What? High five. No, what? A Give me a high five. What? Tots! And I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> you just leave Bentley in the maintenance closet that he didn't want to be in. Okay, um, I'll let your earlier stealth trek ride. You just kind of like <clears throat> slurk back out. You're a you're a child. People aren't like that. Kid's up to no good, and they're like, "What's the worst he could do mm -hmm. if he did something?" Mm -hmm. So you have that going for you. Uh, I want to ask you a potentially leading question because I have a feeling I know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Who has the um, the Reaper cloth? I believe at last I check it was, was Wimpimble. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Let me, let me, I think it was Wimpimble. Let me look. It is. Okay. Again, leading question, but if, um, if he has the Reaper Cloth, then that's the only hint I'll give you. So I think I gave it to Mana, but that was a long time ago when we yeah. were out in the wild just it's, to make sure that be easy enough was, to... Yeah. To but yeah, we're going to we're, we're switch Aruski. What does that do? I don't even know what that does. It's an invisibility cloak for a tiny creature. Oh, perfect. Okay. Which yeah, that's great. would mostly work for that's fantastic okay so we're gonna make sure that that's on him and i'm gonna okay. call him out and i'm gonna yeah. be like hey guess what and because of your um background stuff you can send out a pokemon without making any noise mm -hmm. i'm gonna be like hey bud we're gonna do a little heist right now except for you're not gonna steal anything so it's more of like an observational thing so i'm gonna distract these two guards and you're gonna wear your little cloth see now you're invisible and you're just gonna go <laughs> in the room away. behind them and when you're in the room, I want you to look around. Don't don't mess with any people. Don't touch anything. Just look and see if you see like this big book that's basically made out of like flesh. Very ominous, kind of creepy book. Um, and then like it should be by some sort of gigantic Pokemon. Um, and there will be a person laying in a bed next to it, probably. So just look for that, and then when you feel like you've seen that or that doesn't exist in there, come on back out. 
Alright. When Pimple's invisible, so you can make a stealth check at advantage. Perfect. Bentley's just gonna make his way out of the maintenance closet and kind of like try and like act casual, but like he's not acting casual at all as a child because he's very nervous for what CJ is cooking. 19. Okay. Yeah, you walk out and see CJ like kind of standing up from a crouch. No sign of anything else. 19. Well, I'm just gonna kind (laughs) of. You hear the. Mm -hmm. of Wim Pimble just Mm -hmm. yeah so if there's like people or like some sort of cart or any sort of like amount of stuff that I could just like grab and start carrying with me you just gonna do the thing of like yeah I'm literally going to do a pratfall in front of these guards and like throw as much stuff all over the place as Um, I can okay give me a deception check as you kind of go out and just collect like a big a sheaf of papers that are hopefully not super important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Six, six. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, the goal is to be a distraction. I, yeah, I just need enough You're of a distraction. You're extremely conspicuous as you walk up, and the guards can see you, and you just go. Ah! <laughs> just throws stuff and fall. Like, you think the floor is going to be slick so that you can kind of commit, but your shoe just squeaks, and then you, like, lay down and throw papers around. The guards make no motion to move at all. And uh, one, of the, one of the nurse assistants is like, What are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah I, I, I fell. Bentley's just oh gonna act goodness. like he doesn't know. Why CJ. do you? Why do you have these papers? You shouldn't oh, have these. They fell. They fell with me. Why are I you here? I, and you see, there's a there's currently like a a little, like one of those little beds getting wheeled in. Mm. Not a gurney, but like yeah, it might be a gurney. Sure. Getting wheeled into the side, and there's like a body on there, and you just hear a little, <laughs> as a little tiny weight catches on there. Yeah, he didn't need me. <laughs> and, and he rolled really well. He did. And you overcommitted. <laughs> but the the, no. the aide will kind of like help you to your feet. Be like, you should go. We're really busy. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I'll. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You, off you go. Kind of like, what is this kid doing in here? Like, he's fine. He's not injured. Why is he pretending to be injured? Get out of here. We don't. We don't have time for hypochondriacs. Leave. Out of there. I'll go, and then okay. I'll kind of run around the side of the building and see if there's any windows I can look through. Sure. Give me an investigation check, and then we'll we'll jump back inside real quick. Six again. Six. Okay. Yuck. Yeah, there's a lot of windows, and you're like, what level? What level? You in there? What level? So a bunch of like half conscious hospital patients just see like a little boy's head just jump up and down a couple times, and they're like, I what is in what they gave me? <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll that'll eat up some time for a bit. Bentley, what are we doing? They just escorted CJ out. Yeah. So I'll slowly make my way outside to follow CJ, but as I'm doing that, I kind of want to perceive the the Pokemon that are getting wheeled in here for medical attention, because mm-hmm. you had already said that some of them are showing signs of being moon-touched. I oh, want to yeah. see, like, like, what kinds of species they are, and if they're, like, like trainers Pokemon, or they seem more like they're wild Pokemon that people are just finding, or yeah. if it's, like, a combination. Hit it. Hit them with it. Okay. Hit what, them with it. What kind of uh, perceive insight, something like that. Some kind of wisdom degree. Oh my god. Natural one. Natural one. Okay. Yep. Um, there's no through line of species. There's pretty much anything that you would find nearby. 
Um, there's a, you do see a cacturn. Um, you see a, catch it, like a rather, a rather bulky looking dog. Just getting kind of carted in. Um, you do see a, a lizard-like creature, kind of similar to Ruby. A little bit bigger, but a deeper red for most of its uh, body. Just getting carted in. Lots of amber-cragged native species. Okay. Hard to say if they're wild or not, because they are out. So it's, it's hard to say. If right. they had a ball, they might not be out. Yeah. Um, Amber Crag Medical Center does take in wild. They're like a wild vet, keel up, send them out thing. Okay. Wild Pokemon getting scraps quite often. Um, but yeah, it's hard to say if there's any kind of consistency to anything. It seems like things yeah. are getting hit sort of just and Too distracted by, by CJ's mayhem, so Bentley will follow outside and try and track him to wherever he's trying to look inside the building. Yeah, he's probably 30 feet to the left, jumping, trying to look in the window. CJ, what was that? That was terrible. What, what, you just fell on the ground and threw papers? My part was terrible, but the other part worked. What was the other part? <clears throat> you said Wimpimble. He's inside. Yeah. Oh, he... He just snuck through. I didn't even see him. Yeah, he's good like that. <laughs> see, that, this is a good idea. This is a Bentley idea. I'm taking credit for this. There you go. And we get a <laughs> continuous shot as the camera pans back through the wall through a hospital room to a gurney with nothing on it and a squeaky wheel because the weight's unbalanced. <laughs> Wim Pimble, in what may be the most important role of your career. I need a perception check or investigation check. Come on, bud. Dealer's choice, whichever's perception higher. Perception or investigation. It's going to be perception. Okay. Which die should we roll? This one. Good roll. Secret. <laughs> Natural 20. All right. Wow. Wim Pimble. Wim Pimble. In his element. As the gurney is sliding past some opened doors, you see through a cracked door a massive gray humanoid creature sitting in a chair, tapping its foot nervously, and the, like, the ground is kind of quaking and shaking. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. on the desk is a large book, and you're like, could that be? And you kind of crane your neck to see. It's not. Because the beast in the chair has four arms. Oh. And the book on the side of the table is a photo album. And there's somebody with a mask on their face. It was a false alarm. Not that one. On a bad roll, you would have stolen a photo album from somebody so who's just terrible. in a hospital. That would have been so terrible. But you creep through. These flowers are mine. Yeah. <laughs> But you go to the room at the end of the hall where this gurney is turning, and you just leap off like a dang old ghost. I don't know how much Wim Pimble can read, but on a natural 20, he gets lucky. And there's a door that is closed, but the handle is within reach. And you manage to just... And you hear a... And you hear real small... And you feel a thud on the ground. And the door, you can hear the metal on the handle, like, crunching and creaking. As the door just swings open, you see this large panda-like head. And these massive burgundy crystal arms holding on the edge. Yes. 
And as you you summon all your courage to peek around the door, you see a brown leather book with an emerald eye just kind of looking around, and it locks direct eyes with you and flashes for a second. As the creature then just and just slams the door in front of you, you're like, "Yowza!" I'm out of here. Some people ain't got no respect for the cats they can't see. <laughs> but as mission is accomplished, woo! Yeah, you just kind of saunter your way back out, and nobody can see you because you're invisible and you rolled really high. Invisible cat. You just. Back on out the door. You walk outside. You see Bentley and CJ talking. And then CJ, you just feel a little... Did you do it? Let's go. There's nothing there, but you see... <laughs> on the wind. Let's go. How, how's he doing that? Wimpimble? And he goes... <laughs> and flourishes it like a magician's cape. Whoa. Bang. Holding the the Reaper cloth he received from Tom Woods. So, so did you see it? Did you see the book? Oh, and he just boy. goes... Two books? That's weird. Why would there be two books? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. It, it, was, it was like leather though, right? Okay, I think my vision was, like, actually a vision and not a dream. That's not good. You know, it's certainly weird that you would have information like that and it not be a vision. I guess. I mean, I, I was technically, like, tied to Helios at one time, so yeah. maybe it's like I, I can still kind of see what he's up to. There's some sort of connection. Yeah, maybe. Could be. I mean, I, I I hope if anything sinister happens or he does team up with Blue that I continue to have visions of them so I can at least, like, keep an eye on him. But that's kind of grasped at straws. I don't really know if I have that kind of ability. Yeah. Okay, so, like, now that we do know that this is a thing, what do you want to do about it? I don't know. I mean, confirming that it's true is kind of bad, but I don't really have a <clears throat> contingency plan. Maybe we should let Milo know. Yeah, that might not be a bad he's idea. kind of like the prime mind now. Yeah, and that seems like it's kind of Blue's entire operating procedure is hunting down the prime mind, which right. according to Milo maybe is him now? Because yeah. the prime mind proper seems like is dead he said right yeah i literally just talked to him about it before he left um he pretty much said that he he thinks he is anyway what yeah well i mean prime mind said he was gonna give him his powers and then died and gave him his powers so he's the prime mind i don't love that that's creepy yeah well at least milo has it and not a terrible prime mind previous yeah but what what if the power like i don't know what if it like starts to corrupt him because yeah. that was that was the issue with your tombstone right it was like it was like slowly turning you into a ghost it could but we don't really have the uh time or time to deal with that 
Okay. But like Cuz I feel like that's just going to take time. So time's moving and I, time's I, I, grooving and he's trying to do good stuff with it, so we're probably fine for now at least. We okay. save the moon stuffs and then we can deal with that after if that's a thing that we need to do. Okay, I guess it makes sense sort of. But yeah, I don't really know what to do about this whole situation. I think maybe just telling Milo so he's aware and knows that there's potentially, like, a, a very horrible threat. But maybe you can tell him, because if I tell him, I think he's going to get mad again. Yeah, I can tell him. Okay. I don't know that he's going to be super thrilled that, like, Helios potentially is going to uh, an even more powerful source. Yeah, it'll probably not be great, but whatever, it'll be fine. Okay, well, uh... We'll figure it out. Yeah, good good job, Wimpimble. That was uh, impressive. Yeah, buddy. You're a sneak lord. Yeah, buddy. He's like, please refer to me as such, Wimpimble the sneak lord. Yeah, he the sneak lord. Hey, the sneak lord. Wimpimble the sneak lord. So. Wimpimble the sneak lord. I would like to go and see my parents, but like, maybe um, since we both, uh, you know, beat the gym, got some got some money to burn. Oh, I'm going shopping. Yeah, like, like. Are there any shops around here? You guys got shops? Yeah. <laughs> I know my hometown. Duh. You live here. Yep. Obviously. Yeah. So uh, as we make our way toward the the woods ranch, uh, maybe we can look and see what kind of what kind of shops there are, and if there'd be anything that's like uh, good for uh, apocalypse now prep. Uh, we yeah. Can make a, we can make I can, a bunker. I can also assist as well. You didn't food. spend a ton of time there, but Alluvia is uh -huh. like yeah the shopping destination. Right. Uh, you guys have Vanillux. Ice, ice cream. cream. Um, give a bookstore. Um, okay. Those are like the two major things other than the medical center. There is a just sort of supply store. Otherwise, the best place to get stuff would probably be your dad. But that's not spending money. But Aluvia yeah. is where you go to spend money. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, maybe we can hit up the supply store and just see like kind of what they have. And if we could like MacGyver things together that might be useful. But um, just to just browse a little before we... Yeah, I mean, you guys are a, like, premier hiking destination and stuff, so there's all sorts of stuff for climbing gear, traversing, probably some kayaking stuff. There's a river nearby. Um, fishing supplies. Just the basics, but enough to get you started if you didn't have any of these tools. Okay. Oh, hey, I was going to ask you this. Which way are we going to go around to like, uh, to Wadalonga? Should we just go through the mountain? That was kind of what I was thinking, yeah. Because you could ride Crash and I could ride Rose. And Dude. it's like a it's like a shipping lane, right? Yeah, that sounds dope. Yeah, Let's so do like, it. I've always wanted to go in there. Yeah, me too. And I figure if we're like riding the river, like shipping boats do that. And they go in and out of there all the time with no issue. Because they got to go from Ambercrag to the port. To oh, yeah. Back up to Watalonga and all Sweet. sorts of places. So I feel like so long as we're not like <clears> hanging <throat> out in the cave, we'll be all right. But got any like wetsuits or anything in this store? In the desert? No. <laughs> um, there are wetsuits in Portelo, mm. but not necessarily up here. Mm. The, up here is for like camping, mm. camping and fishing stuff, mm. hiking. Mm. Um, so spare mm. tents, things that you guys haven't had to worry about in a long time. Mm. Um. Preservable foods. Mm. 
is there anything that could be like considered like human gear in terms of things that would like protect us question mark uh there's stuff to protect you from like the elements Okay, but not like uh, you're basically at like no, a like Kevlar like hunting like a, vest like a or lunar something. element. <laughs> like there's moon shields. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just an you umbrella. get a, you get one of those big hats that's just like a tin foil shield. Oh, I love yeah. it. And then you're protected. I love it. And, and then you play Uno reverse. Now we can't get moon touch. Yeah. Just burns their retinas. Immediately. Yeah, you're you're basically <laughs> at like a a smaller like Cabela's styles. Uh, store cool mm-hmm. so lots of stuff for hunting and fishing lots and lots of Boats. different traps and fishing lures and stuff like that not as nice as this the like the fishing rod that you've accumulated over your travels right um this is just stuff to <clears throat> kind of get you started mm-hmm. well again like it's, hunting most traps of the stuff is for interesting yeah there's there's a lot of wow. there's a lot of stuff that is technically like legal to set out for trappers and all kinds of stuff. It's it might it might not be to your tastes because you, again we haven't really covered the political aspect of the game, but there are a lot of people that would not care if you set out like a literal bear trap to defend yourself from Pokemon because they're incredibly dangerous creatures. If you were to put out a bear trap and a Charmeleon stepped in and ripped its leg off, you're not liable because it could melt you to death. If it got close. So there's a lot of stuff like that for defensive people like that don't want to have a partner. Nicer ways to deter Pokemon. Yeah, there's nets and snares. You just and... line the outside of your property with Carolina Reapers. But then the spicy boys will just yeah. come in. A Caterpie's going to learn the meaning snacks? of fire. I think that's how they keep elephants away in snacks? India. Um, I don't want anything in here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the ice cream shop. Yeah, because it's uh, it's worth noting. I've been teasing you guys with it for a long time. Outside of Amber Craig right now, we're we're in like the throes of December, so ambient like natural winter storms are pretty normal. For you guys here, it's it's roughly what we're dealing with right now: okay. forty to sixty degrees. Nothing like insane, but at night it will be cold. Okay. So sleeping bags, extra coats, and stuff you guys have you right. just haven't used in a long time. Yeah, you've had an <clears throat> interplanar interdimensional manner yeah, to sleep I think, in. Yeah, I think we're pretty good in terms of, like, shielding ourselves from the elements. I yeah. think it would be more, You like... guys have a lot of stuff for that. You have creatures that can do that for you. Yeah. Hey, dork. Have fun with your parents. I'll come check in uh, when I'm done eating my ice cream later. Just want to get ice cream. Okay, bye. Are you getting a special ice cream? Oh, fuck yeah, I am. What kind of special ice cream you want? The, the most specialist type of ice cream. Well, they all do different things. Do you want... Do you want a like a restorative tea? Do you want an herbal shake, a calcium chai, a zinc shaker, carbos booster, protein mixer, an the, iron infuser? What's the carbos booster do? The carbos booster gives you a plus one to attack rolls for ten minutes and a plus five to your movement speed for an hour. Hell yeah! You want one of those? Yep. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually not like. Usually not recommended for people, but Anthony will hook you up. Thanks, Anthony. He's like, I got you. And, he's, and he goes, Guido, sugar and spice. Let's go. Guido. We got some orders out. A small Italian man. As, <laughs> as Joel hit me with that, and I've never forgiven him. A small Immediately. Italian man. It's like, yeah, you see. Uh, he just goes, small Italian man. It's like, shut up. How much does this cost? Oh, dude. For you, return customer, $2. 
Sick, man. We also do free refills before you leave, but like, oh, slow down. Okay. Seriously, the 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 effects don't stack. Like, are you sure? Yeah, I've tried. It tastes <laughs> so good though. I know. What if I did like different kinds of them? Though then yeah, but again, like also like slow down. <laughs> Is it gonna hurt me? Well, these are meant for like your Pokemon to drink. Well, they can have some too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, pace yourself. The effects are powerful, but like, I don't want to see you landing in that super busy hospital. Nah. <laughs> so I'll yeah. sit there and eat some some drinks. They also and just ice have creams. like ice cream and sundays. Well, and yeah, stuff. I'll probably just switch to that after yeah. I've had the effects of like those, and then I'll give some of the other ones to my Pokemon's. But we can deal with that. Okay. You're just eating ice cream. Yeah. Okay. You you For chime now. in if that changes. For now. Yeah. Uh, so in the, like, gear shop yeah. still, uh, can Bentley look to see if they have, like, um, like binoculars or, like, night, night vision binoculars or, like, range finders, things like that that would, like, uh, he'd be able to use to see larger, like, longer distances with accuracy, kind of like what Evanrude is able to do. Yeah, uh, binoculars super easy highly accessible pretty expensive mm -hmm. but available okay they're expensive for normal people not like kids that have stomped the gym circuit okay and then saved their money um so they, they do run 75 bucks but they let you see way way further like if conditions are clear you can see like a mile or more are there like ones that i could purchase for additional months that uh, not only could provide the binocular use, but then also, like, if the conditions are dog shit or, like, it's dark, like, I'd still be able to see, like, kind of overcoming the, like, the conditions need to be right for this to work. Um, you could do night vision, but it's not an infinite range thing because okay. you still have to project the light. Yeah, that's out. fair. Um, so you could get, like, night vision goggles that would give you, like, 60 feet of dark vision. Okay. So that you could see at night. Okay. Those are available. Um. Yeah. Let's let's go with that. Let's try and do both like a like a night vision goggles thing and a binoculars thing, yeah. and then potentially I could be more of like a like a recon guy yeah. for upcoming battles, maybe. <laughs> sure. Binox will run you seventy five. The night vizies will do a hundo. Because that's that's big tech. Okay. That's fine. I will purchase both. So bougie. He got, he got money. lots of money. He's like, I ain't even halfway through my Green Gate money. I mean, it is true that I have a Heck yeah. So 175 total. Yeah. Okay. So I will spend that and then have some sick gear that might help. Who knows? Yeah. Binoculars and night vision googles. Yes. Okay, cool. So after I buy those, uh, I will head out and maybe maybe try them out a little bit if they, if I see or hear any kind of like rumbling out in the, the surrounding desert to see if I can yeah. look through the binox to find anything. Yeah, you're uh, definitely smart enough to know not to pop the night vizies on in right. broad daylight in the desert. That That's would, like retinal sunburns. Yep, that would not left, be right, good. and center. But yeah, absolutely. You got some binockies. Okay, I'll, I'll test them out and see how they how they work. Looking like a maybe maybe towards the ocean or something. 
Okay. See that's... how far I can look down that way. Yeah, I mean we can we can throw a an advantaged perception looking down towards the coast because it is pretty much flat land out to Port Thalo. Like you guys can probably almost see it, if not see it, but it's like little buildings on the horizon. Okay, I rolled a twenty-one on the perception. Ooh, yeah, you look through. And you're you're pretty sure like you can see like the the shimmer of the ocean is kind of making a little mirage for you, but you're like, neat. Dang, I got eyes, man. Bloody. Sheesh. And you see up in the sky a couple um like buzzard looking birds kind of circling, but they're pretty far off. Hmm. Can I look closer at the birds specifically? Yeah, you. And you zoom in, and it's uh, it's this like large vulture-looking guy. It's got a gizzard mm-hmm. and a little and a like a whole like bone carapace over its belly. Oh, sick! And it's kind of circling <laughs> around, and it's got just like blood and viscera all over its face. As you're kind of looking, and there's three of them. Do and they just circling? Do they look moon touched? No, hmm. I mean, they don't look like all gray or anything. They're right. like brown and black, and and they look kind of like uh, like a turkey vulture. Hmm. And they're circling. They're circling something. Huh. Uh, how far away, roughly, is that? Oh, kind of hard to kind of hard to guesstimate, but uh, I'd say at least at least a mile, if not a little bit more. They're pretty far away outside town. Okay, a mile's not terrible. Nah. So Bentley's gonna go that direction and try and investigate to see what it is they're circling. Okay. Yeah, as you making your way. Out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty easy walking um, as you're kind of headed on out there. Um, as you're on approach, you you kind of keep in your in your space where those birds are circling, and it's pretty flat, just sort of scrubland. There's not a ton of like plants that would kind of get in the way, but uh, you do eventually come upon. I'll say from a relative, relatively safe distance out. Um, you see those buzzards circling overhead. They're probably a couple hundred feet from you. And the very, very barely still smoking remains of what looks like maybe a campfire. Um, and like the, the top faded orange of a tent. Hmm. But those little buzzards are just overhead. Just kind of squawking back and forth. And to all each I other. see is a like a camp campsite with a tent. Yeah, at least because the closer you're getting, you don't really have a height advantage. So mm-hmm. you're kind of just looking straight ahead from a couple hundred feet away still. But yeah, you see a tent and a little bit of smoke. Uh, can I use the binoculars to get a better view of the campsite? We can give it a shot. Okay. Huh. Uh, twenty-two. Yeah, there are no signs of humies walking around. Uh, but you do see the unmistakable blue-green shell of an Elgium just kind of staggering around the camp. And then another. And then another. Probably a half dozen or so. Bumping into each other. God. Looking around. That's not good. No signs of blood or viscera or anything. That's mostly covered by the, the boids up ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's less than ideal. Uh, 
and I don't recognize like who the tent might belong to. Like it wouldn't be somebody who lives in Ambercrag that Bentley would know for a reason. It's entirely possible, but a tent. It's like too common to yeah, know. Okay. It's sort of just like the same usual orange from the, the like hunting store. Gotcha. High visibility and such. So these people clearly well, weren't out here hunting or anything. This was a recreational trip. Yeah, that's not good. So I'm going to put a pin in that and uh, move with haste to my parents' ranch because maybe they can help with this. Okay. You skadoodle over to the ranch? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Well, you... Uh... While you are on approach, there seems to be a little more security than you're used to. Um, a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of the, the parentals uh, squads are just kind of out and about, with one exception. Um, just kind of hovering all around. You see no smoke coming out of the forge. Nothing's getting worked on right now. Uh, but there is a Bugs Bunny through the ground as an excadrill comes leaping out. In, like, semi-guarded defense formation, and then gives you a big hug. Remind me the name. Copper. Hey, hey, Copper. Uh, do you know where Mom and Dad are? Just points towards the house. I'll give him some some chin scritches, and then head he that He starts way. thumping, and there's, like, an earthquake, and he, he stops. <laughs> oh, no. You're like, oh, no. my way try and find mom and pops okay yeah I mean it's it's your house it's easy enough no nothing crazy required to walk into your own home okay. you see your family sitting down and uh the, someone you've never seen before so young lady probably I don't know 24 25 long blonde hair she's Got a notepad out. Just talking to your dad. Am I getting arranged married? Yes. <laughs> Bentley, this is big the for our families. Pause. <laughs> this is very big for our families. Yeah, we, you have to go. We are bringing it. the houses of woods even and you're Targaryen 13. together. <laughs> yeah, even though you're thirteen, we it's time. Yep. Uh, just just marry off your child's son. That's a normal thing. Yeah. Uh, hey. <clears throat> Guys, uh, who is this? She goes, I'm asking the questions. Oh, sorry. Hi, Bianca, the Regent Star. She holds out a hand to you. Oh, hello, Bianca. It's nice to meet you. Please sit. This is, this, please join us. As, as your dad's kind of like, hi, Bentley. Hello. This nice young lady was just asking some questions about what's been going on lately. Oh, hey, Pops. Are you guys all right? Everyone? Yeah. Everything's been uh, great and fine here. We're just kind of going through the day to day. And you notice every time your dad says anything or you say anything, gets written on a notepad. Okay. Well, I'll kind of, I'll give uh, Papa Woods a look kind of like, like, hey, I need to talk to you about something, but like without saying anything like just kind of give like a look of urgency for like whenever this journalist lady leaves um but like try and also make like a like let's wrap this up kind of gesture mm. like okay. just do what you're doing but he goes we, we got bigger fish to fry yeah it was just 
telling the the nice lady about all your adventures that you've been going on, and it's been just so so great thinking about all the things my son's been doing. And yeah. same deal, everything written down. Yeah, real real great. So you're so you're Bentley Woods of the Amber Crack Five. Um, I would love to get your accounts of how you saved our capital city from Team Rocket and their... Was it a Zeppelin or a blimp? I, I don't know the difference. Mm. We'll go with Zeppelin. It'll trend better. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i not feeling too great, so I'm just I'm going to head upstairs. But, uh, Dad, you just let me know when you, you're done. The, oh, that's the... quite all right. I won't be here much longer. Thank you for your time, Mr. Woods. And she just folds a notebook shut, slaps it down, and you can see there's a... You know what? Maybe you can't see. I don't know. Give me a perception check. Do you have eyes? Do you use your eyeballs? Uh, 14. Okay, she Do has some eyes? kind of, like, deputy badge or something on her on her belt. And she just kind of stands up, fixes her, her little blazer, walks out the door with purpose. She interest, introduced herself as the, the Laurisian Star, yes? Mm-hmm. And I know that to be a newspaper? Yeah. So why would she have a deputy back? Because you rolled low. <laughs> <laughs> she what? has what looks like a deputy badge. Okay, so maybe it wasn't? Could be anything. It's, I don't know. <laughs> Great, okay. Milo well, has a deputy badge, Yeah, that means something to him. That is a fair point. Could um, be anything. Well, if she's gone... I'll just communicate, like, uh, Dad, Mom, uh, Yeah, your mom's, uh, out back. She didn't want to deal with the reporter lady coming in. Didn't right. want to accidentally spill secrets or anything. Yeah, so what were you talking with her about? I just saw your adventures. She came asking, said, my son's part of the Ember Craig Five, and I said, of course he is. I'm very proud of you. Right. We were uh, just talking about all the things you've told us, and... Uh-huh. Hey, you guys have been traveling around, and hey, you've been getting all the badges, and it's been great. Dad, it I'm very may, proud of you. Uh, it may not be a good idea to be sharing things about me and my friends to reporters. Oh, don't worry. I only, uh, only told her about, uh, you know, how you've been taking on the gym challenges, and and how you've, you know, been traveling the region, seeking out powerful partners, and. All those fun things you've been talking about. Right. Yeah, uh, well, okay, I guess we can circle back to this. Uh, there's a, a bunch of, uh, I want to say, Mendibuzz circling just like a, a mile away from here. And, oh, dear. Yeah, and it looked like there was like an abandoned camp, but there were a bunch of those moon-touched alien Pokemon around the camp. Uh, it's... That's not good at all, is it? No, and I was hoping, like, you and maybe Mom could help, and we could try and figure out that situation, or, like, get people who are rounding up these moon-touched Pokemon to make sure that they don't keep spreading. But I'm... Sure, I'm, I'm, yeah, there's been a... There's a lot of guys in from Alluvia. See, that with the Bureau of Intelligence or something. And along those lines. They're, they're the guys with the, with the big rifles you've probably seen walking around. Right, that's... They sent a force out after the Neuven attack a few weeks back. Okay. They're well, in all the major cities now. Yeah, or so I'm told. I, I imagine so. I, I mean, we didn't see any in Etiola, 
but I guess they're kind of different from the region anyway. Uh, could you could you grab mom and then we can try and figure out maybe whose camp that was and sure. then next steps for figuring out how maybe we trap all those moon touched? Absolutely. Helen, your son's home. And you hear a door kind of open and shut and then big heavy boot falls. Without a word, she just bear hugs you. I will hug mama back. So what's this about uh, another moon-touched deal going on? Did something about me and the buzz as well. Yeah, I think it's better if you guys just follow me. I sure. saw them with my binoculars, but you can probably see them off in the distance just circling, and I don't know that they would circle unless there's something that is interesting them. So, uh, let's try for that, and then I'll go outside and look around, like, in that direction and try and see if I can find CJ anywhere meandering with ice cream. Okay. Are you still eating ice cream? No. No? I will have finished my ice creams okay. for the day. Oh, okay. wow. <clears throat> Maybe not the day. Okay. For the hour. For the time being. That sounds good. For the time being. Um, and I'll just have been sitting there kind of looking around town, eyeing people down, seeing what's going on, and then sure. I'll uh, think to myself, maybe it's a good idea to reach out to some of my contacts and see if uh, I can locate any Team Rocket peoples. Oh, okay. Polaris region. Yeah. You gonna do that? I'm gonna do that. Okay. Just on like a PC network, or are you gonna use like a dead drop? Um, I would, uh... Look, look around for a computer situation. Okay. Um, I mean, can I use my portable one? My portable PC for that? Yeah. I've allowed it in the past. I'll do that then. I'll allow it. Okay. Who are you reaching out to? Um, you can make them up. I'm not expecting you to like know immediately. But if you have contacts, who are they? What do they do? Um, who have I reached out to in the past? Scarlet. Scarlet. Um, Time to reach out to Violet. I'm just kidding. I would. Violet's on Joel's. Team. I would start. I you would start. Team. Yeah. I would start with Scarlet. Okay. Um, and just check in and see if there's anything to report or anything that we should talk about. And then I'd ask if uh, they're aware of the Moon Touch situation that's happening over here, and if that's happening anywhere else. Okay. Send a message. Are you aware of the moon touched? Anything to report? And do you ask specifically about, like, the location of a base? Yeah. Okay. If they... What would be, like, a bigger one or just one that's around? Okay. Like a local base? Yeah. Like a, like a Team around, Rocket base or, yeah. like, a these contacts base? No, like a Team Rocket base. Okay. Yeah. Because it's, it's worth noting, I, I'm fairly certain CJ has never met Scarlet and has no idea who they are. Mm -hmm. But you've traded Intel in the past for Intel. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So are you aware the moon touched anything to report any bases located in the Laris region? Okay. But as you're scanning the street, CJ, for anybody interesting looking, roll for me a d6. CB! Six. Okay. 
There's a, another kind of probably, you know, 30s, maybe maybe late 30s lady walking down the street. She's got a massive purple creature with a just huge open jaw. And it's just going. And it's got these big like pipe organs on the top of its head and these big meaty fists and legs. And it's just walking. It looks like if a Goomba was stretched up and grew arms. Like a Galoomba. A Galoomba. <laughs> yeah. And it's just walking around. And she has, like, an old-school style, like, tape recording machine and some headphones on there. And a mic is placed near that guy that's walking around. And he's going... And making this, like, low, bassy noise. And you can see the pipe organs are kind of, like, flaring at different times. Is she listening to the music that, or the, the, the noises that are coming out of this thing? Seems to be. What? Um, all right, well. I'll walk up, get her attention, and be like, hey. She'll take her headphones off. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Um, can I help you? Yeah, I've never seen your Pokemon before. I was just curious about oh. it. Yeah, this is a reverb. And she'll kind of elbow me, go, and there's this, like, big reverberating feeling your whole like all your bones kind of like uh, for a second oh wow wow he's pretty cool very cool yeah he uh he communicates in tones that's neat so each one means a different thing that's crazy oh that's pretty cool yeah yeah no he's he's great what uh, what do you do i'm a i'm an audio engineer from from fola Nice. What are you What are you doing down here? <sighs> heard uh, Heard they might need some infrastructure set up for something. I don't know. Kind of on the hush hush, but there's a There's a couple of us down here. Oh. A couple engineers all around. I guess something needs building. Some kind of tower. Oh, I don't that, know. That's That's cool. Yeah. Do you Do you just work with your Pokemon? Just your partner? Do you guys like battle? Do stuff like that? Uh, he battles, yeah, yeah. And you hear... Oh, yeah? Have you done any of the gyms? No. No time. You're just always busy. Yeah. Setting up towers and stuff. Yeah. Towers. That's the job. Towers. Cool. Wonder wonder what kind of tower it is that they're building. Yeah, some, some scientist somewhere figured out a way to transmit messages faster than a bird. Oh, so it's stuff like that. Yeah. I've heard about that before. Huh. Yeah, I guess it's not as newfangled as I thought, but... Baseball. Cool. What was your name? Carly. Carly, I'm CJ. Nice to meet you, CJ. Cool. You look at a fight, you kind of cut Reverb's attention. Oh, I mean, we can if I, if you're not too busy. No, we were just... He was just telling me how he's bored and there's nothing to do for him in this town. Cool. There's, there's no anti-quote... Large cavernous spaces for him to scream into. Well, now there can be. I'll throw out winter. Okay. Winter hits the field across from Reverb, and you hear... Like a Mongolian throat singer. Wow. (laughs) Mongolian throat singer. What up, bud? You want to do some uh, scrapping? Let's do it. You uh, you play for money or just for fun? Yeah, we can do for money. All right. Um, you guys kind of head to. There's a place in Ambercrag that the 
rest of the tots will be aware of and, and Carly has seen. Uh, it's called the Quad. It's basically just a trainer arena where people can fight. Um, so you guys will kind of head in that general direction. Um, as out pop two smaller versions of Reverb from behind him. There's just these little pink dudes with big ears and they're hanging out. And as you guys start to, to battle, they just go and they start making a beat. Wow. Winter, you're up first. This is freaking cool. Okay, well, um, Winter will just throw out an ice shard. Okay. Test this thing out. Good luck. That's uh, 23. 23 hits. Eight. Eight. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, you throw out an ice shard, it smacks into the front of Reburb, and he goes, and there's this massive sound wave that's carried on with the little guys next to him. Don't let the bass drop. He gets a 19 to hit you. Yeah. Uh -oh. He's going to let the bass drop. Uh, you take nine points of force damage. Ow. As your whole body just kind of is like... Back to you. He got hit with the wub wub. He did. Did you say nine? Yeah. Nine points of force hit damage. The wub wub hit the wub nine wub 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 wub. Nine wub wub damage. You take nine wub 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 wub. That's a sweet wub wub. He's gonna enter didgeridoo mode. Uh. We'll, we'll, uh, Winter will kind of slide around on some ice. Okay. And circle this thing and then go in for a night slash. Oh! Whoop. <laughs> it didn't even really roll, but it's a 19, which is a crit. Hits. That hits and crits. Oh, snap. So. Oh, Meets snap. it, beats it. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. So that's four... And then, so what, eight total with the double, and then and that. add five. Add five? Okay. Yeah. So eight plus five, 13? 13. All right. It's another good hit. Um, the This Exploud is just taking hits left, right, and center, and it's just having a great time. He's stomping his feet to the, to the beat. He's got the Roomba beat. And uh, he's gonna, he screams out another sound wave, and this one's even more forceful than the last, as it's riding in like an echo. However, it's only a 10 to hit. No. All right, this time you kind of jump and acrobatically leap over, dodging the sound wave. Boom, and Resetting as, the hyper voice. Yeah, as I jump over this sound wave, I'm gonna throw a bunch of ice shards. Get him. That's oh, yeah. gonna hit. That's a 21. Okay, yeah, that hits a lot. <laughs> He's a Eight. big guy. Hey. Eight more damage. Eight more damage. All right, another good hit to the Expaloud, who is extra loud. Um, he's he's, he's up, feeling bro. himself, and he just, like, roars, and all of the cones on top of his head just go boom as he gains the benefits of a howl. Uh-oh. Oh, pass snap. back to you. You're gonna oh, get hit snap. with that wub-wub. Oh, snap. Gonna get hit with that wub-wub. Yeah, he's gonna do two additional damage <laughs> on all of his attacks. Need another that. big hit. He's um, howling. We'll send out those three claws, and we'll go in for another night slash. Okay. A slashing. Oh, no. Oh. Not gonna do it. Ow. What's the total? Uh, nine, I think. Nine. Misses, but not by that much. Yeah. He's a big guy. All right. You try to slash into him. Nothing doing. As he spins down and tries to bite you. 
Um, and his like his teeth kind of like open to the side, and there's this little gout of fire, similar to what you've seen some other creatures do. Whoa! It's an 18 to hit you with an Whoa. elemental fang. Oh snap! Aspected to Uh-oh. fire. Uh oh. This is that not good. is. This is gonna hurt. Nine plus two is eleven, but it's fire damage, so it's twenty-two. Wow. <laughs> twenty-two points of fire to you. That was big hurt. That is ouch. Winter oh is ouch. Winter is big ouch. But um, that's his turn. I shard. Hiya. Uh oh. Um. What's that? Thirteen hits. Big guy. Very big guy. Six damage. Six. Okay. Yeah, it's it's another good hit. The explode kind of slides back and then leaps up and goes... (gasps) And there's this massive outcry from him. You've got to make a wisdom save. Holy cow. He's a big guy. Uh Uh-oh. Seven. Seven. All right. You take... A whopping one point of damage from the uproar. Ouch. And if you were drowsy, you're no longer. Not drowsy anymore. You're very awake. I am very awake. (laughs) Now you're hypno. Extremely awake. We'll go for some more ice shards. Pepper this boy. Come on. Pepperage Farms. Yeah. Come on, buddy. uh, 18. That hits. You hit him with the Pepperage Farms. Eight more damage. Very consistent. Okay, you hit him for another eight. He's he's still hanging in there. This guy looks okay. Um, you're witnessing the power of somebody that has one main Pokemon partner that does all of their battles for them. That uproar continues. He's locked into it. You've got to make another wisdom save. Oh, boy. That is not good. That's a one. A, a one. Okay. Just acquire super luck from Monty. You take five more points of force damage. Ouch. As your whole, like, your brain seems to be rattling around in your skull. Come on, Winter. Winter. We need us a Night Slash. Come on, crit. Nope. Not gonna hit Ouch. either, I don't think. Nope. Ah. Ten total. Ten total? You missed by one. Boys. He's a big guy. Easy to hit, but... Alright, you've got one more round where he's locked into uproar. Good luck. Nope. Six. Oh, no. Oh, okay, and it's an actual roll this time of 13. Oh, he's down. All right. He There's beat this Winter. big burst of sound as Winter, you're just knocked backwards unconscious, and you tumble along the ground. The Wishmers in the back just go, and they sealed their mouths, and they stopped the music. All right, buddy. Traditional payout from trainer to trainer is 3D6. Ayo. 3D6. Good battle. Um, I probably shouldn't have used Winter, <laughs> but you know, here's oh now you roll high. Here's <laughs> here's fourteen dollars. <laughs> She's like, that's funny. hey, thanks. I really appreciate you letting uh, Reverb stretch his legs out Heck there. Yeah, he gets a lot of pent up energy. Wasn't gonna not, considering he's really cool looking. And then you watch he kind of scoops up the two little Wishmers under his arms, and goes out Cool. He says thanks. Later, dude. You're welcome. And he kind of skips off, and you see, you hear the two little guys go. They're just kind of chortling to each other. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Nice. That was cool. Good try, though. Good try. All winter. Winter brought the winter breeze, but... Explode is no joke. Yeah. Boom. Anyways, um, <clears throat> to answer your question, Bentley, yes, CJ is very conspicuous. There's like a, there's, there's all kinds of like crazy music going on, mm-hmm. and like a small crowd is gathering around, and you see like a bunch of little purple guys just going, and it's very much a CJ vibe. Yeah, that's probably where CJ is going to be. Guys, let's uh, head over that way. We'll just bring the parentals over to where the hijinks is happening. Okay. You, you arrive right as uh, Winter's being, like, knocked unconscious, and CJ's handed a bunch of money over to some random lady. And as she's uh, walking away, you you catch up. I'll call Winter back. Okay. Yeah, Winter, because this is just a street fight, you're at one hit point. You're a little bruised. You're like, ow. It's mostly an ego death. Mm-hmm. Rough. It's all good sometimes. But you see the whole Woods clan approaching you. Oh, did I do something wrong? Hey, CJ, what's going on? You know, just doing a little little battle. Winter got his butt kicked, but oh. that's all right. Well, that's kind of cool, He takes an though. ice shard and, like, puts it on his eyes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Get him fixed up here in a minute. What's what's going on with you guys? Um. So, I actually saw a bunch of... I think Mandibuzz circling over that way. That they, they normally don't do that unless there's like a a dead creature that they're looking to munch on. The scavengers. Okay. But when I went out that direction, I looked and there's like an abandoned camp, and there were a bunch of like those LGM small moon touch oh, kind of dealios. It's not good. No. So I was thinking maybe like you, me, my pops, and my mom. We could kind of go that way and see if we can figure out what was at that campsite and go why crush they're circling. Some stones. Yeah, maybe like we could just like catch them by surprise, and then maybe we just ambush them. Just do ambush tactics. That way they wouldn't be able to hit any of our Pokemon. Maybe like I was thinking like Evanrude maybe could like line them all up in one line and do a bug buzz. Maybe just knock them all out in one go. I mean that sounds cool. 
So do you want to try and see what's going on over there? It's it's freaking me out. Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, I just fought a lady who said she was putting up a tower. You think it's like the one that D was doing? A tower. Yeah, like she was building one. Like they asked her to come here to build one. Interesting. Is she doing it like with that Pokemon that was making all that noise? Uh, yeah. Huh. They said it was about messaging, like sending messages and stuff. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, like, maybe they they need for like sonic warfare or something. Communication, I think, is what it was about. No. Well, that's less cool, I guess. Yeah. Still need though, right? Would D would probably be like, "Ooh, what was her name? I want her phone number." <laughs> okay. Yes, well, three, because she is the third phone ever. <laughs> I'll I'll give the binoculars to uh, my mom and okay. see if Helen can see the the mandibuzz and if she knows like kind of can reiterate why they would be having such behavior. The mandibuzz are gone and they are moon touch now and they're gone and they're dead. Um, Helen agrees with yours and Tom's assumption. Mandibuzz will circle like a vulture would. Okay. They the only reason they would be <clears throat> up in the air and not down is that they feel threatened. Hmm. They don't feel it's safe to go down and eat whatever is there. But they wouldn't gather, like, if a Geodude was there, the Mandibuzz are going to fly by. They can't eat a Geodude. There's nothing they can do with it. Right. So clearly there is something organic. You've seen the blood and viscera on one of their faces. Yeah, that's part of my concern. But yeah, she will She will concur. Okay. Um, then I will just kind of lead the, the group kind of stealthily to get back to within, like, eye shot of that camp to see okay. if we can still see all of the... Um, it's gonna be on. a group stealth check, then. Okay. Tom, not the stealthiest. Neither is Helen. They are both wearing a lot of their sort of forge gear. Great. They got hammers and nails and stuff clanking around. 14 from Bentley. 17. Okay. CJ, you hit the grass and you just go... I'm gone. Out of here. Oh, and then yeah, uh, Tom and Helen are just kind of walking out like it's a day walk with their son. And they're like, okay, well, let's, let's go see the uh, Mandibuzz flying around. You do you do arrive on approach to the, the camp after a, probably, a, I don't know, an eight to ten minute walk. Okay. I would want to, like, hunker everybody down behind, like a like, a ridge or a rock or a big tree to get them, like, to be able to see it, but I don't want to, like, give away our position, basically. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, like, shrubs. Probably the largest thing would probably be, like, a, one of those, like, bush cactuses. Okay. Something like there, or, like, a rock, maybe, that okay. you guys could fit behind. Tom is a huge guy. Okay. He's very tall, quite wide. There's there's very little chance he's going to hide behind something, but he just kind of gets low, and he's like, all right, let's test the old knees out. And you hear like a and he's like, oh, that's good. I'll pass the binoculars to CJ and then my dad and so on and so forth to see if they can. I'm good. (laughs) Okay. Use your eye globes. Flick down your actual, like. Flick down my little headset. Yeah. CJ, what does the scouter say about the Elgium's power level? What do you see? It's two. What do I see? Do I need to roll? No. No, you guys have seen most of what you'll be able to see from a distance. Um, a couple of Elgium kind of walking back and forth. They don't seem to be doing anything. And that's what stands out to you. Usually they're doing something. Or minimally, they're standing still, performing a task. 
But these guys just seem to be wandering back and forth. But they are in the, like, campsite, they yes. are. They are within what would be reasonable to call the campsite, yes. Okay. And there are, there are still two mandibas, but one of them has left. Seems to have given up the goat. Okay. Can, do we think that we can see all of what's at this campsite? From here, no, I'll tell you that much. Because the, <sighs> the shrubland is tall enough that, like, the tent is poking over, but somebody cleared a space to put a campsite in. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Uh, I kind of have a plan here. I'm thinking maybe we, like, flank around this campsite and try and get a view of everything that's there and make sure that we're not missing anything. We're not going to get reverse ambushed. But then the four of us, we could all kind of attack and try and figure out whatever is in this campsite and if they're stuck in their tent, maybe, trying to hide from them. Sounds good. Which way do you want me to go? Uh, right. Okay. And then I can go left and around, <clears throat> and then, Dad, maybe you stay here, and Mom, you follow me to the left, and then... He's like, yeah, no problem. I don't think I can get up from this position. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna need a minute or two. Okay, well... <sighs> I hope crack you, my back. Hope you got a decently strong Pokemon with you. These things are kind of no joke. You just try to do your best to make sure that they don't uh, hit you or your Pokemon, because that would be bad. Yeah, sure. Okay. No problem. And then I'll make my way over to the left, and basically I want to just do like a like a four corners tact, like Tom okay. at the south, CJ east, Mom west, and Bentley north, and try and get like a full three sixty degree view of the the campsite and the moon touch to make sure that we can at are least you, account for all of them. Are you maintaining the same distance apart from the campsite? Uh, or more... does anybody get closer? I I would get a little closer, okay. I guess. I don't know what, what you want to do, but, like, I still have my binoculars, so I'll just... Like, I want to be close enough to be able to see, but, like, far enough away to where I'm, like, I'm not endangering myself, I guess. Mine depends on the terrain. Because it does... Bear in mind, your stealth checks have been rolled. Mm-hmm. So there is, there is a distance that I cannot disclose to you that will yeah. trigger them to be like, hey... A thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be, like, right up at the edge of the campsite, but, like... Are there rocks, boulders, grasses, trees? Rocks and grasses, yes. A couple, couple cacti. Um, it's very much desert scrubland. Okay. Um, the grass here is, like, almost wheat-esque. It grows to about mid-thigh, which is why you're only able to see, like, the top of the LGM's heads. Okay. They're not the tallest guys. They're, like, this big. I'd stay low and get pretty close. Okay. Maybe, like... 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay. Yeah, you hear the, the like, beeping and booping of, of an LGM. And the occasional report. But nothing else. But it sounds and seems as though there are about three. As far as you can tell. So, for my clarity, does that mean that it looks like there's fewer of them from when I was here last? Um, kind of hard to say. From the distance, because again, you just see like the tops of their heads right. kind of bopping around. But I think when I was initially there, you said it was like roughly or, like a half dozen of them, and now there's three, so that... Yeah, at least insofar as what's visible at this moment. Okay. Could be. All right, well, Bentley's <clears throat> going to try and silently send out Evan Rude. Okay. Um, I will allow a slide of hand check at disadvantage. To be sneaky? 
Uh, from Bentley? Yeah. Okay. Mostly because we I don't have a class ability to compare it to. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, oh, wow. Even worse. Natural snap. one. Natural one. Okay. You send out Evanroot, but it just makes as much noise as it has always made. As he lands. Um, CJ, from your closer vantage point, there's no change in the Eldium. They don't seem to move or react or really care. Dude. I'm waiting on you to make a move. Right. This is your operation. Okay, um, I'll convey to Evanrude that there's, like, enemy moon-touched in this, like, camp area. Buzz, buzz. And if Evanrude can, like, fly up and see with a better vantage point how many there are. Um... Sure. Okay. If he if he flies up, he's got eyeballs. There are four. There are four LGM. Um, but the higher up you go, the lower the mandibas begin to fly. Okay, so he'll just go kind of like at the top of the tree line or a little bit below, just enough to get like a, a better vantage point from the ground. Yeah, and... to to clarify, there are there are four LGM. But if Evanroot flies any higher, it's initiative with Mandibuzz. I gotcha. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, you he'll... can see four, but Evanroot doesn't see a reason why these things would still be here. Okay. There's should no, I should I roll great. for this or no? No, no. You guys have surrounded enough. Okay. To kind of triangulate. Okay. There's four LGMs. <sighs> All right. So Evanroot will come down and like tick like four marks in the ground. Mm -hmm. And I'll like I'll try and get uh can I see CJ or either of my parents? Um, you can see your parents immediately. Okay. Um, Tom is still just okay. So I'll he doesn't he doesn't get out too much these days. Okay, that's not great news, but uh, no. he's an indoors. I'll guy. just hold up like four like there's four of these enemies, and then like I'll give a little hand motion that I'm like gonna try and figure out what's going on here. Okay. Um, but I'll have Evanrude fly within range of them and try to line them up into the the cone if possible. <coughs> yeah, I'll say it's easy enough to hit two at any given time. Okay. Because they're kind of just, they're, they're like little pinball guys right now. They kind of just walk to the edge of a campsite, hit the grass, turn and just walk. Weird. They seem to just be on, like, autopilot. Yeah, that's kind of freaking me out. So uh, he'll double team and go for a bug buzz on as many as he can. Sure. So, so they have to, to make two. dexterity checks. Um, Natural 20 and a 17. Jesus Christ. Holy cow. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> they, they just... All right. Well, I think they take whatever this is net because it would have been doubled. Yeah, otherwise. they succeed on a thing that they're weak to, so it's still that just was a good roll. roll. Yeah, it was. Uh, so that's sixteen damage. Oh yeah, they explode. Pop pop. Yeah, two of them. Just, poof, All right. They just detonate. In got place. When he does that, I'm gonna run in. I'm gonna use my new daggers that I got from. Yeah. 
girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and come in on two of these okay. things. Okay. Is this the first time you've used these? I believe so. Have I told you what they do yet? Not really. Okay. Let me pull up that doc <laughs> real quick. Cause these, Not really. I'm rolling the dice. Because these are kind of fun. Um, either way, go ahead and make some attack rolls. We'll just... I'll make it flourishy if I can't find the stuff right now. I'll give it to you later. I don't know what the bonus is. Um, it's your dex plus your proficiency bonus plus three. Jesus. That's these a are, lot of these ads. These are plus three magic uh, daggers. Um, so that's 15s. 15s on both? Oh. Or, or just... Uh, um, I don't know what the first roll was. You said it's three adding plus his three. proficiency yeah. and then adding... So it's going to be three, three for your proficiency, whatever your dex is, and then five, three additional. Eight. So eight. So you're going to add eight to your attack roll. Yeah. So 15. 15? Both 15. Yeah, that, that'll hit both. Do you throw them or you keep them in your hands? Um, I would, if I can get in and get close to them and just attack both of them... Yeah, they're just kind of like... Just do, I'll just They keep stop them. when Evanrude detonates two of them and they go... Beep, boop. I'll and keep them... Just, I'll keep them in my hands. Okay. Run up close. Um, awesome. The one, I'll say the one in your left hand, because you would have no bearing of which one would do which. But the one in your left hand um, sparks up and ignites in like a purple fire. Ooh. And the one in your right just starts dripping oil as oh. you spark into into both of them because you hit with both. You hit both of them, they collide together, and they explode. <laughs> Whoa! Did you see that? That was As there's super like, rad. There's this little fireball that goes... It just kind of sparks up into the sky. <laughs> and Tom goes, Yeah! <laughs> yeah, indeed. All right, that was I'll, sick. Bentley will run in after CJ and like look around to make sure that we got them all. Uh, you got all the... You got all the Elgium. Okay, and they're not like respawning as in like doesn't look like there's a behem master anywhere that's... um now that you're in and close uh there is a dead behem with a hatchet in the back of its head and a statue of a person standing in perfect swing motion oh wow just inside that tent flap Oof. so it seems like somebody got the behem but the elgium didn't go away mm. oh no. which is a first for you guys that has never been the case before. So he's just Normally a, they like just disperse or Typically if you kill the behem, the LG will, die. will oh, die. Explode. But oh, for whatever right. reason that didn't happen. These guys didn't. Oh. But they didn't have any orders, so they just stayed in the area. And the the person that hatcheted the behem is just like a like a full on statue. Marble marble esque. We very just, well crafted. Is that Basically, what we saw of the moon touch people in like Oriander. Yep. Yeah. Shit. Um, is it just the one tent? Yeah. Okay. I'm one tent, one body, statue. I'm gonna very carefully, like, open the tent a little bit more and see if there's anything else going on inside the tent. Um, there's like an immediate kind of stench of starting to rot food. Mm. Um, there's a lantern that's been kind of ticked over but isn't open or anything, and. There's just a pack. I think this guy was by himself. Do I recognize this person? Um, get a history check. Oh boy. <clears throat> Hopefully you don't. Yeah, no be kidding. very sad. It's your dad's best friend. That's a twenty-three. Twenty-three. God. Thankfully for you, you don't recognize this person. Okay. They don't appear to be from Amber Craig. <laughs> but there is a. There's an individual, currently just completely in stone, 
Yikes. Oh, CJ, this is bad. Is there anything that we can do to, like, reverse this for people? Do we know? Maybe Milo would be able to, but I don't know. I don't know that he's ever done it for people, and these people seem dead. It's not like... Messed up. Yeah, it's not like Richter, where he was just, like, moon-touched and still, like, moving around. Yeah. Not, not, and it's not, not like... Not good. Huntail, it's not like Gumi. Not good. <clears throat> like, it just seems like once you're dead, you're dead. But, like, it, it seems like this guy died, like, instantly. Yeah. Like, he hit it, and then all of a sudden he was just stone. That's not good. And why were the... Unless... Why, why yeah, were the LGM still here? Because in the past, when we took out the Bahiam, all the LGMs just kind of went away. Like, they also just perished. Okay, you're asking questions I have no answers for. I have no idea what's going on here. I'll relay the same information to Mama and Papa Woods when they okay. come in and see the aftermath. Do they recognize this person? Um, Tom might. There's a chance. He does. Tom did business with this guy. They're not friends, but... Yeah. This this guy was in town to get a Pokemon. Do you, do you know anything ab about his backstory? Like... Nah, he uh, came in, asked for a... Asked for a Charmeleon and... Sent him on his way. Did you give him the Charmeleon? Yeah. No more than a day or two ago. Said he was going to do some camping and head back home. I'm going to look around for the Pokeball. Uh, okay. Uh, throw me an investigation or perception. Dealer's choice. Eleven. Eleven. No sign of it anywhere. It's not on the statute body, for better or worse. Uh, can I hold my breath and sneak into the tent and try and grab a pack? Yeah, it's right inside. Okay, so I'll, like, hold my breath, go in, grab the pack, <clears throat> and scuttle out, and just, like, lay the pack down next to where the campfire was, and just, like, sorry, mister, and then I'll open the pack and, like, see what's in there, if there's any Pokeballs or similar. No Pokeballs? Um, spare hmm. change of clothes, extra set of boots? Little bit of food. There's like half a power bar that's been open for a while. It's got like some Gatorade or something. Mm -hmm. um, just the usual suspects. There is a kind of like sewn in seam on the back of the backpack. It says E. Harris. Okay, so if you gave him a Charmeleon, there's no Pokeball here. What? What are you? What could have happened? Uh, I hate to be a a negative nid. But, uh, if he didn't make it, there's a, there's a chance that Charmeleon got loose, took his ball and ran. We saw a Charmeleon coming into the hospital, right? You did. Can I do a, a retroactive, I guess, insight check to see if, like, that would be I the will... same one? In a rare twist of events, it could be anything. Um, it's too far back. I will, in a very rare case, I'm going to say no. Okay. There's no way of connecting the two. 
Because neither one has enough information. Yeah, but like he knows that he saw one going into the hospital and knows yeah. that there's you saw, presumably you one missing from here. Yeah. I don't know that charmeleons are too, too common around here. I they would guess. are a natural occurring critter in the shrublands kind of mountainside area around Ambercrag. Okay. Um, same thing with like a cacturn. The things that you guys have seen a lot of, mandibas. Um, any sort of desert dwellers, a lot of fire types. They are pretty common here. Um, okay. Plus, everybody loves Charizard. He's in every game. Uh, that's a fair point. He's the goat. He's the best Pokemon of every type. Charizard, grass type Charizard. And yet is terrible because <laughs> it has a terrible typing. It does. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of hard to say. Can I look up and see um, if the Mandibuzz are indeed circling this camp? Like, oh yeah, they're like right okay. above you guys. So it's not like off into one section of the woods somewhere. They're circling where like a corpse might have like escaped. And... No, they're definitely circling over here. Okay. And from what you're able to tell, they probably are presuming whatever stank is coming from the food in here right. is something rotting. Okay. Um. Well, it... Mom, Dad, I feel like we should maybe call somebody. I'll see if I have the, uh... I'll see if I have anything on Mr. Harris here. and If I can yeah. send a letter to notify. Yeah, Milo knows more about this stuff than I do, and he seems to be of the mind that this moon touch stuff can spread, kind of like a, like a virus, I guess. So it might be best to get professionals in here to handle Mr. Harris and what's left of that I'll, uh, behem. I'll let the Bureau fellas know. They'll yeah. know what to do. Yeah, good idea. This is creepy. <clears throat> well, good work, CJ. That dagger double attack was rad. Yeah, I'm don't... so glad you hit with both on the first try. I don't know <laughs> what they are, but I just they're blacked out, man. I just... super <laughs> sick. Yeah. Uh, one is like all black, and as soon as you like spark up the oil and it explodes... It's perfectly clean. You're not burned at all. That's so cool. Um, so one coats them in oil, which makes them weak to fire, and the other one sets them on fire and explodes them. <laughs> if you hit with both. And if you, you miss me with if either, I threw them. Yep. You can. I can do this from range. Yeah. So. If you're if you're worried about it, you can try to throw from range. Um, if you hit with one and not the other, neither effect triggers. It's only if you hit with both. Okay. They're a tag team weapon. Okay. So I'm so glad you hit with both. Okay. It's amazing. Because, yeah, one cool. makes them weak to fire, and the other one does, like, a ton of fire damage. It's pretty cool. If he hits with both. But right now, it seems like if you were to try it again, it wouldn't work. To, like, recharge? Yeah. Okay. And it is a once-a-day thing. Oh, wow. But you, there's still plus three daggers. Yeah, they still you can do just damage, use them as but, daggers. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they do other stuff <laughs> as well, but we'll get to that. As you're kind of getting used to them, I'll let you, I'll let you experience it naturally. Sure. But Tom will get up, crack his back and his knees, and kind of start heading back towards town to grab the bureau, fellas. Okay. Um, Helen looks towards the hatchet in the back of the Vahiam, reaches for it, and then changes her mind. Okay. Um, well, let's just start following Pops back into town to alert the, like, bureau people, I guess. Yeah. Um, they keep... have, like, a little, like... <laughs> FEMA tent almost it's like set up yeah it's like emergency response basically yeah 
Okay. Well, once uh, Sir Woods proper uh, lets them know, um, I think I would just ask him if we can head back to the ranch and see if there's any, like, uh, items or similar that they might have that might be useful to mine and or CJ's teams. I don't know if CJ has any, like, items that he needs, but... Yeah, um... Tom Woods will, will have you beat to the punch. He's got a box of the remaining things that he has that are not on commission for somebody. Things that he is capable of giving away. He's got a box of stuff ready to go. Okay. Um, well, I don't know on CJ's end, but I would look to see if there's uh, any sort of item that would potentially evolve a magneton, because I think he's already Tom has already done that like worked with someone who got a magnezone you have one you have a chippy I thought I already gave it to him and that was what like triggered the quote unquote evolution into magneton yep he's got it it's plugged in he just has to unlock it oh he just has to do a thing okay I see he just has to unlock the full potential interesting okay it's a scaling item for him Um... Uh, but there is a box this is for Bentley there's a thick, like, bowling ball-sized steel orb. Um, there are three fire, water, and thunderstones each. A dawnstone that is, like, as soon as you open the box, is, like, nearly blinding with any amount of light that hits it. And a pair of sunglasses. Interesting. Um, so there is... Say again, we got we got the Dawnstone, the, the Dawnstone, Thunderstone, Firestone, Waterstone. Three of those, each, and then three fire, three water, black three glasses, black glasses, and a heavy ball. Cool. What do the glasses do? The glasses, if you had, if you had it, the only one that I know for sure does is Derby. But if you have a sunlight sensitivity, it removes it, so that you can be out in the daytime. Um, you cannot make perception checks at night if you're wearing them because sunglasses at night, mm-hmm. nothing doing. Just just a little bit of breeding humor for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and dark type attacks deal plus two damage. If it is nighttime, they do plus four instead. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you would have the the dark types. Mm-hmm. Darkness. So if you want, do any of those stones help anybody on um, either of our teams? Fire, water, and thunder, if you give them to a fire, water, or electric type, they do an extra d6 on their attacks. Um, they can be used as a catalyst for certain dudes. Um, the dawn stone sheds bright light up to 30 feet and dim light for a further 30. If you allow it to, you can cover it. Um, and if it's held by a fairy type, they gain a plus two to attack rolls. The heavy ball can be thrown at a target within 30 feet of you. Um, it, it has a 3-plus strength mod to hit. Deals 3d10 if you hit. Hit or miss. Roll a d20. On a 1, the ball explodes. Whoa. Not doing damage. It just it breaks. Whoa. But each time you make the roll, that threshold goes up by 2 because cracks start to form in it. Whoa. It's just a dense ball. So it's used more as like... It is to be flung. It is a throwable weapon. Got so it. if you have a strong thing that doesn't have a... A ranged attack. They can just throw a ball. Like Mute could throw it as a bonus action with fling. Oh, that's kind of rad. Smack somebody. Dope. Okay, neat. So that is what is in there. 
Because you guys pretty well cleaned them out last time. and So it's more like an iron ball than a heavy ball. Pretty like much, a, yeah. Because it doesn't function like a Pokeball. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a capture device. It's literally just a heavy ball that Tom had laying around. Got it. And last time you guys were here, he found out that Mew can throw stuff. And he went, you know who could use this is that big bear. Yeah. <laughs> Would it... Would he need to sacrifice the quick claw to yep. have that? Okay. Yeah. It would be a it would be a held item. Doesn't require attunement mm. or anything, but he's only got you know two hands, and if he's you said three d ten, three d ten. Cool. So we can give that to Bang, right? Yeah, you can give it to anybody because <laughs> Bang needs to be stronger. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have any range attack. Yeah, anybody can oh, throw it thirty feet. Um, whether you hit or you miss, you're gonna roll a d twenty, get a one, it shatters, and then every time. It's the next time you do it, you have, you have to roll above a three. Okay. And then above a five. Well, we can figure it out. Dawnstone yeah, would also help sure. your your fairy guy. Yeah. Bark, Bark would get an additional plus two on all attacks because he's fairy type. Doesn't have to be a fairy type attack, uh, but a fairy type has to hold it to get the bonus. So mm. uh, I have those in my notes. We um, can you can also up. use that as a makeshift like lantern or light source, anything like that. Cool. It's another one of those, like the light ball that Pontiki's uh, got. Cool. Rad. Okay. Well, I might have to look at the items, but I don't I don't really have a reason not to give a firestone to mortar. It's just going to buff his damage. Yeah, does an extra 1d6. Okay. On fire type attacks. All right. Well, or fire types. we can we can do some housekeeping later, but that's good to know. Yep. Um But yeah, outside of that, it would just be like Bentley warning his parents about impending doomsday and like continuing to warn them about the the moon touched and like stay away from them and obviously you just saw what happened to Mr. Charmeleon guy and that's like really bad so you know just uh batten down the hatches here and like be super 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 safe and things and stuff I don't know if there's anything else that like they would want to pitch to me but yeah they're um they would definitely offer to you to not leave again. They're like, you don't have to go out there. You don't <coughs> You don't have to, you know, face this threat head on. We can all face it together. There's no reason to, you know, put yourself at risk. You just stay here with us. Yeah, maybe, Dad. It's just, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of my, my calling, like my... I don't know. I just I, I feel like we've we've done so much already. It's it's kind of on us, and at least for now, we're gonna do as much preparation as we can. Um, I think CJ wants to make his way back to Guadalonga, and I kind of do as well. So we might just go up and explore up there for a little bit. But um, you know, we might be back down here when we make our way back. So well, be safe. Doors always open. Yeah. You be safe, mister. Uh, I, I will. And they'll both give you a big ol' hug. Oh, boy. He's getting he's getting teary-eyed, Bentley. So he's, is Tom. He's old, he's folks. Tom's like, my boy, don't leave me. Yeah. Well, there are, there are bigger things at play here, father. Bye, Woods family. Thanks, Woods is... is... <laughs> Woodsy like, boys. Always nice to see you, CJ. So full of energy, that one. <laughs> just eating some old ice cream like in a shirt pocket <laughs> you mean soup 
Yeah. Drinking some... Sticky soup? <laughs> drinking some melted ice cream. Drinking some sticky soup. Yeah. All right, lads. That takes place over the course of, like... We'll say... We'll, we'll call it what it is. That's about three days in Ambercrag. Is all of that chicanery. Spending time here and there. Doing some battles. Investigating a campsite. Getting to know what's going on in the hospital. A little bit of a medley, a little mashup. The rest of your days are pretty uneventful. Um, but you do pick up from your time there. The the Bureau, all these people that are showing up, have been sent down from Alluvia. Um, they are a group that you guys interacted with super early on and then never again. But they are heavily armed. They are aware of the Moon Touch threat and that it can spread. And they've been handling things with a pretty iron fist. Do you have any sort of idea, like, who, like, operates that group? Make a history check. <laughs> it was told to you a long, long time ago. Don't in a galaxy far, far away. That's a good roll, though. just don't know what my history is on anything. 16. 16. Deacon Halsey. Mayor of <clears throat> Alluvia. But I didn't, wasn't there, like some suspicion around that because he didn't yeah. seem like he was very on top of his shit. No. Well, I think we and we never saw that, that out, he right? was like he was he like was working a, with yeah. Team Rocket and other mm -hmm. like shady teams to do all the like. But wasn't he also just like a face? As far as you could tell, seemed like it. But he was like in doing like importing exporting with yeah, Team Rocket shady. to maintain his political power. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. But he was doing some insider guess, trading. Yeah, like we wouldn't really have a reason to believe that this bureau is like useless, like corrupt, probably. But like, what I'm, what I was more getting at was like, why were they? Why is somebody willing to use their oh, the word? Um, why, why throw that way? Their around? means to like keep well, I, everybody safe. I, if when like glass we interacted they were just trying to keep money i mean I, I think it's kind of like what our logic has been in terms of like trying to recruit people because like if there's nothing no matters world. if there's nothing <laughs> it's like i mean i guess it's trying to get people to give a shit about climate change <laughs> but like it seems to be going better here because like they're helping at least maybe kind of okay um, There's nothing know. that happens but over like, the course of our time there that seems sus with them they're just there to help they're like, if you were to ever try to talk to them directly, they're very short, mm -hmm. especially because you're kids. Mm -hmm. They're like, move along, keep it moving. I just figured, It's like, like any other military occupation type deal. Mm. They brought medical supplies, they brought personnel, and they brought pretty much everything they would need to move in to the nearest large town that wasn't cratered. Can we glean any information as far as, like, what happens to the people who've been marbleized? Um... So far as you have seen, they don't move them, but nobody seems to have any idea what to do. Okay, they kind of people just know they're like and that. Mess with them. That is and was a person, and they might be able to be again. Okay. Don't touch them. Yeah. So they just leave them. Okay. Uh, most of the time, when when somebody finds it, like if you guys were to report the the Harris campsite, <clears throat> they would just go tape it off. And basically station somebody to check on it every couple days. Okay. Especially because he's out in the open. They would probably put a tent over him and make sure that it doesn't rain on him. He doesn't melt or something. Sure. Okay. Make sure no arms come off on the off chance they can't get him back. And then suddenly the arms ah! just... Ah! Yeah. If your arms just splintered off at the shoulder, that's really not so good. Um, 
Yeah, so, if you guys have any other kind of above-board questions, we can handle those. Uh, I'm probably going to give Mortar a Firestone for now. I mean, that's sure. semantics and something that I can track, but if you want a Firestone for Growl... Do they... What does that do? Adds an, an extra, extra D6. D6 of fire damage. To any fire attacks or just yes. everything? to a fire attack. To okay. a fire attack, specifically. Yeah. Those The elemental stones, like, if you are, are that type and you do a move of that type, you get an extra D6. Like, no pressure to keep it, but like if you don't have an item for now, you might as well just yeah, sure. use that because it's going to give you a buff. So... Uh, you can have that, and then I can give the Dawnstone to Bark. So I think Bark is our only fairy type, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I'm often wrong, but I'm fairly certain that Bark is the only fairy type. Okay, I, can I think that's true. I think he is, so I can give that to Bark. It was almost also Sage. So close. But it's not. Will this help him evolve at all? Um... In the sense that, like, it'll make him more likely to sort of earn those milestones? Absolutely. What does this do? Plus two to attack rolls for him. Nice. So it's going to make him more likely to hit, which will make him more likely to get a cool moment. More likely to... More likely to grow. Because awesome. the more stuff you're doing, the more likely you are to do the right stuff. And do you have water types that don't have an item? Mm, Crash is the only water type. Yeah, to give, to give Crash a water stone is kind of like putting a hat on a hat. You already have one yeah. on your back. Yeah, I don't think that there's any okay. reason yeah. to give him that. I was, yeah. If okay. we're going to give anybody else on my team anything. Uh, and what does what does the dubious disc do for dial-up? That was unintentional um, alliteration, but I'm happy about it. Dubious, dubious disc. disc. What does the dubious disc do for dial-up? I thought that was the name of it. That you just You were just calling it dubious. I mean, you were just using that as an adjective. The dastardly dubious disc. Dubious. Yeah, it is. I thought that it that's is what literally it was a um, a dubious disc. You don't um, get to know because I know bitch. that it was like you get to choose like, if you, you want know, one bitch. of your types to be ghost instead. Yeah. But I just you could have stuck opted with the ghost electric route. steel. Um, but then I think it was like it still does stuff. Yeah, once it's once it's plugged in, it should be doing a little bit of extra electrical damage because you went the electrical route. Okay. Because it's still an upgrade chip. Regardless of whether or not you use, like, the darker properties of it. Okay. Um, so does it basically just act like a Thunderstone where it does, like, an additional More D6? or less, yeah. Because I believe you would have to unequip the Magnet to get any benefit from it. Because as far as I know, Dial-Up sells the Magnet as well. Um, I think I took away the magnet when he got the dubious disc because it okay. was like he has to have the dubious disc as a, a held item to yeah so then that would be pretty much the same thing it would be no like mechanical change to him okay um just in this bizarre circumstance if he was a porygon it would like be insane but otherwise he's just kind of chilling <clears throat> okay do they start building the tower is it used for communication purposes there is a big cleared out area because amber crag lots of open space mm -hmm. lands relatively cheap there's a cleared out area with like a bunch of fences around um and there are like steel beams being brought in every day by truck and as you guys have learned trucks only go from alluvia right. to amber crag to ports right and vice versa right um so they're driving up from the port dropping off all this uh infrastructure and there's a there's an alarming amount of engineers in town but given what you've seen, putting up a tower of this scale. The ones that D makes are like 15 feet tall, kind of like a little steel apparatus and a Porygon pretty much puts it together. This is going to be a lot bigger. This is massive. Um, You have dark types. Uh-huh. 
Do any of them have an item? Growl does not. Well, Growl has for the, the Firestone, fire so he's set. Um, Winter does not. Okay. Um, Riot does not. Cyanide is not dark. Wimpimble is not. Bark, Bark is, got the Dawnstone. Does not. Um, I think that's it. Okay, that's it. so if you want the black glasses to buff dark attacks, but, like, neuter your vision during... You can give the black glasses to Winter. What do they do again, Drew? They do... Plus two to damage. Oh, plus if it's nighttime, damage. it's plus four. But you can't make perception checks at night. Unless you, like, unattune from them. But basically, if you're fighting at night, you're crazy good. Because it just cuts out the distractions for you. You only see the target in front of you. But okay. if they had a sunlight sensitivity thing... And I might want to give it. this heavy ball thing to Apophis be kind of rad yeah Just, it does the damage is based on strength mm-hmm. keep that in mind which his is not like abysmal i don't but... think he has like the usual ghost strength of like two but no i think it's just i think it's just plus zero so what, like, how is it based on strength like what does it do the the damage and the to hit is three plus strength modifier Whew. okay so i'll put a pin in that but it's potential that i could make him a little little more beefy He's just gonna have a, what, a ripped lower arm, just holding like a yeah. fifteen-pound bowling ball all day. Strong penis, just one, <laughs> just one strong middle arm. leg, just schlonging it. <laughs> Blimey. Hi. Um, but yeah, that's they're they're working on the tower. Um, they don't make like notable progress. A lot of stuff's just coming in for it. Um, you you would probably overhear some chatter that they're this is the first one they're gonna set up. And they're going to build another one in Alluvia at the top of one of their taller buildings mm. to try to get a signal to go over the Sierras. Mm. Because if they can do that, then Alluvia can communicate more directly with the ports mm. and keep shipping lanes open and functional. That's the primary function mm. for it. So it's just... It is, yeah, it's not some kind of big sonic defense thing. It is literally just communication infrastructure. Okay. The plans have probably been in place for a long Years. time, and they're like, yeah. well, let's do it. Apocalypse or no, we're building a tower. Although cool. it would be pretty cool if they built a sonar tower from impossible creatures. The Noivers flying, it's like... That was... I mean, that, that's literally what I'm thinking now. It was, like, it it was, was cool. there some way yeah. that we could, like, build a giant death ray? How long do you want to spend? It was, it was going to be a post-show thought that I was thinking, like, if they're making, like, a sonic ranged yeah. weapon to, I mean, like, attack these sick. things using the explode noises. That'd I'm like, that would be kind of rad. Would be cool indeed. But alas... <clears throat> All right, Let's give that to some scientists who can handle that while we go take care of our own shit. Yeah, so uh, outside of like divvying up items, which I can do at a, a different time. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there's much more that we want to accomplish here. Yeah, I didn't really have anything to do here. I so. mean, we did more than what I set out to do in terms of like figuring oh. out what's going on at that campsite. I'm and, chilling. Okay, so if you want to hop on some some large water pokemon aka our Let's large water ride pokemon. into the cave baby we could go up towards watalonga yeah um the only other thing i'll throw in is you get a ping back on one of those days from your contact oh yeah that's what i was going to ask um, that was the other thing r is aware of moon touched okay. they are working on a in quotes solution 
which, based on your somewhat limited exposure, but also your knowledge of your family's organization, they're looking for a way to survive it right. and then use it. Right. 100%. Of course. That would be what they're doing. That's what um, that means. As for anything to report, nothing beyond the normal. Moon-touched attacks are apparently global. It's not just this region. Okay. Um, as for a local base, there are three. Um, coordinates for which um, one would plant directly below Mayburn. Um, another one is between Xantha and Greengate. Though the amount of times you've walked that trail, you're kind of surprised yeah. to see that. Okay. Um, another one is on a route you guys have not been on. It's on Route 102. It's between Oriander and Greengate. It's a week-long path you guys have never that gone through. Out that way. Okay. So they're mostly on the eastern side. They have one on the... Or, sorry, western side. Yeah, there's one, one, on the one to the side. east, one to the <clears> northeast, <throat> and then one way to the west. Okay. Um, and there was one in Newtree that you guys tick-tick-kaboomed. I don't remember that. That was Mr. Mimes chilling out. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that right, was their right. sort of hybrid privateer right. rocket base that was... Okay. Doing some shady biz. Yeah. Don't like that you, that, that Phoebe specifically exploded. Yeah. By telling the Voltorps to rise up against their oh. employers. Blow up! <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's... Mayburn. Yeah, and specifically it says under Mayburn. Um, near Route 102 and on Route 109. And I'll get you some more specifics later. Cool. But, yeah, those things come in, and then you guys kind of suit up, prepare to to ride to the north. With their business concluded in Ambercrag, the boys saddle up for their ride up the river to Watalonga. If you enjoyed this episode of Boarding Party, please consider leaving a like on the video to show your support. If you'd like to see more of the tots and stay up to date on the Laris region, why not subscribe to the channel? If you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can follow the links in this video's description box to our Patreon. From there, you can join the discussions in our Discord server, or check out the post-show, Still Rolling, and get a recap of every session with myself and the crew. Let us know in the comments below what you thought about the hospital heist, CJ's battle with Reverb, and Tom and Helen's outing with the boys. Thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you next week as Dee and Milo set sail in search of a legend.